You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you for listening, friend. If you are tuning in when this is airing, we are just a few days away from 2022 wrapping up and what a year it has been. Before I even dive into what we're talking about on this episode, I just want to give an overwhelming thank you to you, our listener. We have grown more this year than we have previously, and it's all because you show up and listen to every episode. You share with your friends, and we are almost to 3 million unique downloads for this show. And my mind is boggled by that number that just keeps on growing. So thank you so, so much for being here. We love this podcast. We love the chance to learn and grow and talk with you. We cannot thank you enough. Now, for today's episode, we wanted to do a wrap-up on how 2022 went for the Hart University. As CEOs of this company, we learned a lot this year, and we wanted to share the biggest nuggets and takeaways that we learned with you today. This year was interesting in so many ways for us. We scaled back intentionally. We did a lot of things differently than we have in the past. Some of it worked, some of it didn't, and we can't wait to dive into the recap and share it all with you today. Vulnerable 2022 deep dive coming at you in three, two, one. One. So you want to grow on Instagram, but you don't know where to start. (laughs) You may even be posting out the wazoo, but you're still not seeing any progress. Here's the deal. While being consistent is key to growing on the gram, it's not the only thing you need. In fact, one of the most important aspects of growing on social media comes down to strategy. In order to create a killer social media strategy where you're not only attracting new clients, but turning them into paying clients, you need a plan. Yes, and today we are about to help you create a customized social media marketing strategy for free that will result in a ton of Instagram growth that will turn into sales and business growth. Now, are you ready to deep dive? We thought so. Grab our freebie, How to Define and Establish Your Content Pillars at theheartuniversity.com forward slash pillars. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, I'm excited to dive in to the year-end recap, or the year, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever it's called. 2022, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, I feel like to start off, I want to go back to the beginning of this year. I actually don't know if it was an episode that aired at the end of 2021 or the beginning of 2022, but regardless, I'm pretty sure we did an episode where we said, we were kind of like recapping 2021 and we said that we felt like our word for 2022 in business was nurture. And I think that came from 2021 was literally psychotic in the sense of like we were (laughs) launching something every single month and, and not... I think that's just because that had been the culture and like the norm that we had built um, just in the business of just like, hey, we have this idea, let's launch it. But then I remember 2021, like we lost a lot of team members in the sense of just like trying to like do it with the core team of like doing a launch and and brute forcing it. And it was just a lot. And so going into 2022, we felt so much pressure 
not, no, no, sorry. We felt so much hustle burnout of yes. just like, uh, no, absolutely. Things have to change. Um, and so nurture was our word for this year. And I really think we truly did that. And I think the, the point of the word nurture originally was to nurture our people, to nurture our students, to nurture our community, to nurture you, our podcast listener. Because. Um, to, oh, because why? Well, I was just, <laughs> you go, oh, why did we want to do that? No. <laughs> because part of like, to give you explanation on what that our heart was there, we felt like because we were launching something like almost every month, we were very much like, which everything that we create is to serve. But there's also an element like no matter how much you love a brand or no matter how much you love, you know, the products that they're offering or whatnot, you get a little tired when somebody's like, buy sold. this, buy this, buy yeah. this, buy this, buy this. And you're like, really? Like all you want is my money. Even though that was never our hearts, they're definitely was, we're like, we want to just pull back and be able to just nurture our audience. Yeah. Just like give them like so much value, have them feel like held secured without being sold to every day of the week. So well, that was a big also, part of it. Something that we realized, especially like at the end of 2021, going into 2022 was because we had focused so wholeheartedly in the past on organic marketing, um, it, we, we've been trying, trust me, to go into paid marketing. And we have, but like, we just haven't harnessed it to the extent. So when we had been so selling like something every single month in the past, it had mostly been to the same group of people. Um, yeah. And Seemed obviously, like, like we've grown, cool. we, we grew a lot this year. And like the podcast helps us grow, like social media helps us grow, Facebook ads, like freebies with email lists help us grow. So we have grown, but I think it, we haven't had like insane growth in, in, in since kind of we started. And so when you're having roughly the same pool of people that you're selling to over and over and over again, um, that's where like, kind of like, we were like, no, we need to step back and nurture. And not, that's not to say that we didn't sell obviously this year we did, but we didn't, if you notice, like we did not, other than chasing excellence, I we didn't do a new thing. Like we didn't create a new course. We didn't do, and if you don't know what chasing excellence is, that was a group coaching program that we did ironically in lieu of, of not doing a huge mega launch that we had planned, which (laughs) was like the one thing that we were going to do this year. But even that was like too much. (laughs) So, and we have a podcast episode on that too. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, it aired in August. That's not helpful for you though. While Lindsay pulls that up, that what Lindsay was beginning to say was uh, our word of nurture originally was fully outward focused on you, our, our podcast listeners, our course students, our, you know, Instagram, social media followers, like all of that. Do you have the number? It's 275. We hit pause on a huge launch. Here's why. So that is kind of a breakdown of a huge launch that we completely like had in motion. And then we just did not feel peace and hit pause, which goes along really well with obviously the word nurture and like just not feeling aligned in our, because it felt like, again, we were trying to go and push into that hustle and push into the launch to like force money to happen. And it just wasn't, it didn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we began was like outward focused on our students and our audience and, you know, really trying to nurture. But then God kind of like shifted that, like not shifted like away from it, but added to it, I guess, that like word nurture to also kind of like instant, I think it was the beginning of the year, like January, February, that we 
had like aha moments with our whole team of like, oh, that word's also for us. Like we are supposed to nurture ourselves and our businesses as well. Like this is a a nurture year, not only outwardly focused, like serving, but also inwardly focused and like rebuilding and like, you know, just nurturing like our business and our business model and how are we doing? How is our team doing? Like all of that. So that's been our word of the year. And man, it has been so spot on and so like, oh, hefty. Like it's been a nurturing year, which we've, we've loved. So Lindsay, talk a little bit more about that. (laughs) Uh, I, the one thing I was, that I was thinking of right now was this was the first year we both did month long sabbaticals, um, which we hadn't really done. Technically I had had maternity leaves in the past, but that's not like, that's like a forced because I'm pregnant sabbatical. Not like, I'm just going to sit and, and not work, you know, for a month. Um, because I, I remember we talked about that in January. And so I picked the month of May and you picked September. Although I'm curious on your perspective, because we, <laughs> I, I think you had the intention to do what I did, but you didn't, but you had reasons for not doing it. But I would love to hear kind of your <laughs> thoughts on, on like your, your sabbatical, but kind of not a sabbatical, but kind of a sabbatical. <laughs> I yeah. would love, and if, wait, wait, hold on. Now I'm like, literally, I also have a recap on my sabbatical that posted in in June. I got this guys. I got this. Oh <laughs> Lord. I scrolled back too far. Well, you talk about your sabbatical first and then I will. Um... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely was not, not the sabbatical month that I had expected or planned for. Um, okay. Okay. Real fast. Yes. The episode is two fifty five. We didn't touch our phones or social media for a month. Here's what happened with Lindsay and Andrew Roman. So that's me and Andrew's recap of my sabbatical month, which was truly like, I did not work, not even in the heart, but just like, did I truly did not touch my phone for a month. Okay. Yeah, she did. She did nothing. She actually stuck to what the sabbatical was supposed to be. For anyone who doesn't know, like why I did it, uh, it was because I. So my sabbatical month was money. <laughs> September, and uh, in August, my husband and I bought a house in Florida, and we're then like planning and prepping for a whole move across country. Which you know, when you look up U-Hauls right now out of California, they're ten thousand dollars. So there's just there was a lot I of wonder, expenses. I wonder why. Okay, I'll stop. I want- <laughs> There were uh, so many expenses just kind of like piling up, which, you know, we, we try to be very, very smart with our finances. We never like we, we bought a home within our budget. We are, you know, our home renovation budget is within our budget. Like we have saved, we have emergency funds. Like we've, we're very intentional with our finances or at least try to be. But at the same time, there's still an element of like, yeah, if you're hey, renovating a house, that's there's, hella expensive. <laughs> Yeah. And, and we set our budget at like what was reasonable, but that meant I had to cut a couple of skylights out of our budget for our home renovation. And I was like, you know me, I love light. I need more light. So I was like, Hey, listen, I I relate to that on a spiritual level. (laughs) Our our house, our house is North facing right now. And so all the harsh light based on the outline of the outline, the the blueprint, no, the layout, thank you, of the house (laughs) hits, hits the garage. Yeah. it, It just, pains me so okay I'll, I'll get yeah it, okay. it hurts well that's yeah. that's a very similar situation with the house that we bought and so you know with all of those little details in mind I was like hey I was planning to launch my Evi presets like my desktop photography presets um sometime around like December January something like that and so I was like hey they're basically done a lot of the marketing is already written why don't I just pull it back a few months, launch them in September or like work on them in September. And I can make like that cash that we get, we can put towards the house and I can get a couple more skylights. So that was, that was my plan. So I, I did work. I booked several more coaching students. I added some more coaching calls in September. I launched presets, did some presets. I was almost totally out of office for the heart. So I didn't check Slack for the heart. I didn't 
wasn't on team meetings. Um, I think like if Lindsay had like one or two questions, same with like her on her sabbatical that were like, I have to, this is a big business decision. I need to have par- partner approval on it. Mm-hmm. Like Lindsay ran those by me, but otherwise I was totally out for the heart. And I, there's like a dual perspective for me. One, it was such a joy and such a gift that I was able to work towards like, I had the ability to kind of like press the gas a little in my business and make more money. Like that, I, I recognized that, that gift that that was at my fingertips that I could just be like, all right, let's crank this up a tiny bit and bring in a little bit more cash. Like I do not want to take that for granted. Um, on the flip side, I did struggle a bit with like, I was very disappointed I, it was the right decision. I prayed about it. I know the Lord led me into it. I, my husband was totally on the same page. We talked it through, but it was like a letdown for me that I had to kind of like let go of and and just like know that I was making the right choice, even if I, it wasn't what I wanted necessarily to do. Cause mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to a month of no work, like yeah. nothing being totally unplugged. So it was kind of like, I don't know, like a little bit of like, there were a couple of times where I like I was working my butt off for these presets. And there was a couple of times where I like would crawl into bed with my husband at the end of the night and be like, I wish I was just doing nothing right now. And he was the biggest supporter. He's like, then do nothing. It's okay. We don't need the money. And I'm like, no, but I want the skylights. So it's worth it. But (laughs) (laughs) I want the skylight. But yeah, I think there was that side of things. But then I also had to like change my perspective and be like, I'm working right now, A, able to make more money, but B, because I bought a house and I'm like, we're renovating right. it. It's like, green home. like first world it, problems. First, like yeah. you are blessed. <laughs> we are both blessed. <laughs> oh, bummer me. I can't sit back for a month and do nothing. Like, you know, so, and it was honestly in another way, I feel like this could be a whole episode in and of itself. In another way, it was really interesting because being well, we, able, we didn't give you a sabbatical recap I should, in the podcast. <laughs> I should probably do one because I didn't think I was literally five minutes ago. Had you said, do you have thoughts on your sabbatical? I would have been like, not really. But now I'm like, talking. <laughs> you're like, you'll find Um, One final thing. I'll touch on it super quickly. It was very interesting to me to be like, I barely did anything for Evie swim because it was like end of season of like swim season. And I did nothing for the heart pretty much. So all I was doing was working on like one business model and it was coaching and and like presets. And I scheduled a couple of uh, shoots or booked a couple of shoots to kind of like ramp up my photography side of like my marketing so I could show people like, hey, I'm still shooting. I don't shoot a ton and I don't market it a ton, but I'm still like a photographer. So you can trust these presets. Anyways, that was a whole other thing. But it was so refreshing. It like almost took me back to like six years ago in my business when I was just a photographer. Like when Mm -hmm. I had one business and one brand and one like thing that I was working towards and one thing I was marketing. And it was kind of cool to like almost be pulled back in time to not being this serial entrepreneur with all these projects and all these businesses and all these teams talking to me and to be like, it's just me sitting here working on my presets for like eight hours today. And I have no Slack messages and no like other demands on my time. And I don't know, that was a cool aspect of it too. But overall, it was such a good month still. I still took time off to rest. I still like took it a little slower. It was so nice to like be able to have a break from the heart and, you know, all of the other business things that happened. But it was definitely like a hustle month and I'm grateful for it though. But yeah, there's, I guess, a lot of thoughts to go into that month. You have great thoughts, great thoughts. Well, and I think that's refreshing and relatable too, just to it like, like hear that, like, if, if you need money for a specific thing, like it's, it, that's like relatable and honest to just be like, no, I ramped up 
because of that, you know? Yeah, yeah you well, gotta okay. get those skylights. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kind of go back to scale it, like nurturing and scaling back with the heart this year. We didn't launch anything new, like I said, as far as like courses or we didn't make anything new, which I think was the first year that we literally didn't like fly and film a course and like make yeah. a new thing. And I think over the years we've been learning it's like literally, I feel like a, a team retreat like two years ago, like in 2020 or 2021, one of those years, we literally had the goal of like, okay, in three years, we're going to have 10 courses because <laughs> we're called the Heart University and we're going to have like all these majors because that's what a university is. And <laughs> I don't know what this voice is. <laughs> to be fair, like even in like a 30,000 foot view, I'm like, that's a good idea. Like, and our, our heart was always like, let's touch on these different topics and serve all these different people. Like, maybe, in the I don't know yeah. if it's a good idea still though, because the reality is, well, maybe if you had, if we had the finances and the, the, the bandwidth with the team, like with like yeah. 20 members of our team, then yeah. And if we were not like the sole, maybe like owner and creators of each course, then yes. Like if it was a collab, like if it was a university that like a bunch of entrepreneurs came in and taught, which I think was like a future goal of the heart, maybe, but, but, but just logistically, I think we've learned over the couple of years that like, just because you can create more products, (laughs) doesn't mean you should. Does yeah. that like, does, does every new product serve your, your client, your ideal client uh, the best? Like, no. And, and it also spreads your, your bandwidth. So that's kind of, again, where, where we got the nurture, but okay. To scale back because we did not launch anything new because we didn't do like a huge, like week long launch of like a high ticket offer. We made less money this year. Like we did not grow this year. And that's just like being straight up honest. Yeah. Um, we chose that intentionally though. Like we chose to pull back and we chose to refocus on what was necessary to plug in on the back end of our business, to really dive into the evergreen portion of our business and really get funnels and ads going that would allow us to make money in the back end and not necessarily have a forward facing launch, which up until this year had always been kind of what funded the heart, like, like huge, like two or one, high ticket, high offer, like huge launches had always kind of like been like cash cows, I guess, that really then funded everything else that we did. Um, and so because we didn't do that this year, we made less money, which has been a blessing and and also not, a bl- I mean, like, you know, it's, it's business. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I would just say that like that we, we knew that we, we knew that when we made that choice. Um, yeah. But I think we're also in a very, this is just me being honest, we're in a transitional period of trying to figure out how to be a thriving company that doesn't make its living off of like going freaking ham and losing our soul and burning out our team for like a launch once or twice a year, every year. Yeah, because live launches are brutal. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing them. It doesn't matter how big your team is. It doesn't matter how experienced you are, how knowledgeable you are. Like there is just so much work that goes into live organic launches, like prep and like, yeah, creating the product, creating the course, getting it all. Like there's just so much. And we, not that we don't want to do those or not that we're not wanting to like continue to create stuff or, you know, whatever. But we just, we were like, after 2021, we were like, this is not the least bit sustainable for us or our teams. And if we don't change something, we both are going to like quit because then mm-hmm. we cannot, we cannot do this with our, also like our vision and our desire to be very present, like wives and, and a mom slash me someday mom. So that's something that like was a 
big focus for us. And we knew coming into this year, this is going to be a very focused, like restructuring, rebuilding, nurturing, like our business, figuring out how to do this new model and kind of setting up this new model. It was like almost going back like and rebuilding the whole foundation of the heart, which Mm -hmm. has been really cool. And I think like, I don't know, I feel like moving forward, what we're kind of doing is like really identifying like what are the actual things Mm -hmm. that we want to be doing with the heart? What is the vision for this this year? And before, genuinely before this year, it had always been, oh, here's a new idea. Let's do it. Oh, here's a new idea. Let's do it. Here's a new product idea. Like, which is great. Like that's vision casting. That's awesome. But I, this is the first year that we, I think we realized, oh, wait, just because, like I said before, just because you can make a new product, is that the wisest thing? Is that the the biggest like ROI of your time and and money? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I want to say too, like, like we weren't just bouncing around with no strategy, no structure, like creating whatever popped into our heads. Like we were being very strategic with it. We were making sure the products aligned. We were being like, you know, strategic of like when things were launching, like, but realistically it was just this like grind that we were in that Mm -hmm. yes, we were making good money and like we were creating all these things and like whatnot. But at the end of the day, we weren't happy with how the business was growing. We weren't happy. Like our team was having like, one of our team members in 2021, I think it was before Black Friday, pulled an all-nighter to get some work done because our workload was so intense for the whole team that she literally was up until like, what was it? 3 a.m., 4 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Like it was, and and when she like told us that, we were like, no, that is not acceptable yeah. for us to have put a team member in a situation where she had so much work to do that she had to lose sleep and like work all through the night leading up to a holiday, like with her family, like, no. So that was like, there are so many moments like that where we were like, Hey, yeah, we're on paper doing great. Like if somebody from the outside were to look at our business and be like, dang, look at all these things they're doing. Look at all these like products that they're creating. Look at all the money that they're making. Like it looks good on paper, but at the heart of the company, Lindsay and I both kind of realized like the heart of the company was not doing well. Not that we didn't like love the heart or the products that we were creating, it was just, I think like the, the level of work Mm -hmm. and the amount of stress was just not moving us towards what we wanted the heart actually to be. So yeah, no, I think that's so good. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying. (laughs) Clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service, clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute. The list goes on. Business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though. And yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business. We're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client. Okay. But here's the truth. One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. 
Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack her contracts in her shop like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before, and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. Well, and I think just the product of scaling back this year and not doing a launch and not even getting together to create a new course, even though we could have, I think the product of what that did was allow us to almost like hurt financially a little bit more than we had in the past. And I think what that does naturally is reevaluate what is actually working and what's not. And you actually kind of look at what you've already built versus kind of like this new thing just to make money. You look at what you've already built and you say, oh, is is this making money? Could we do it better? Or is this a product that's even necessary? Like we created a product in 2021 that genuinely, like, I, I don't think it might be the right product anymore. And I think we might pull it in 2023. I don't even know what, yeah, 2023. Like what year? Like I, I truly think that this year was so transformational, even though we scaled back. Yeah. And I think the takeaway from it is 2023 I think is going to look a lot different for the heart. I think we're going to get, I think we're going to hone in on what we do best and get rid of like things that work well. Well, things that work well, (laughs) but like maybe, maybe are not the biggest ROI and like, does it need our time and attention? Maybe not. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what that it looks like yet. We haven't had a same page meeting yet. (laughs) Our same page meeting, which by the way, same page meeting is like, Lindsay and I getting on the same page. Okay. No, but Lindsay, <laughs> it's Lindsay and I like, like co-founder CEO meeting where we just kind of like cast vision for the next year, like rough ideas. We pull our team into the actual mm-hmm. like ideating, but just rough idea of like, Hey, do you have a plan? Like Lindsay will be out on maternity leave in 2023. Yeah. So that's like, okay, cool. We'll need to block like two to three months sometime around here. So no big projects or big launches going on. Cool. So blah, blah, blah. Like, so those types of things, like touching base on the same page. So there's a lot that we're still figuring out. I mean, I am so grateful for this year in like, it has been, I think the last like two years, I feel like of, of business in like all of the companies, I guess just like for me, which encompasses like all of my companies and the heart and everything like have been some of the most refining of my entrepreneurial journey. Like you would think the first couple of years of like bootstrapping it and whatnot would be like the toughest years of business. But I feel like these have been like the most like 
difficult that required such intentionality and real like strategy and humility to be like, Hey, I am a business coach and a like quote unquote expert in this field. And I am still like calling up friends left and right. Hey, this funnel isn't working properly. What do you think of this? Can you take a look at, you know, like what's Mm -hmm. going on? Like why are our, our, you know, conversions on this going so low? What's up with this? Like, I just feel like there's so much of like, Hey, this is like feeling to, I don't know, just so much learning, so much growing. And like, I feel like Lindsay and I've talked to friends and I feel like maybe even one of this was on, like one of these conversations was actually on the podcast. I don't remember Lindsay, you might, where we talked about the, the, the growing pains of a company from like a thousand dollars, like the very beginning to a hundred thousand dollars is like one like developmental journey. And then mm-hmm. the the developmental journey of a hundred thousand dollar like revenue to a million dollar in revenue is like a whole other like growing pain and developmental journey. And then yeah. the, the growing pains of a company from a million dollars to like $10 million or whatever, $5 million is a whole, is a other, whole other developmental journey. And I feel like that's, I cannot say yes to that enough. Cause that is what I think we're feeling right now is that like yeah. the whole different beast of like a whole different developmental journey. And it's like, so fun. The problems, the problems aren't the same. In each yeah. Stage. No way. Mo- no, my gosh. No. And it's, it's fun. And it's like, when you pull back and are just like, Hey, this is like an experience and a journey and a ride. And like, we get to figure this out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you, you embrace it as it's not about the destination. Like we've made freaking good money, like freaking good money. And I would rather be where we're at right now of pulling back a bit on the revenue in order to structure it in a way that this is going to be a sustainable long-term legacy-based business that can continue for 10 or 15 years and be making a little bit less right now so that we can build it up to be making quite a bit more than we've ever made in the past with us doing less. Like, so I think that's just like, I don't know. I feel like I rambled, but... No, that was good. Well, I, I think kind of the questions that we wanted to ask ourselves or that we wrote down in thinking about this year, and I feel like Evie summarized it really well, was, are you happy with how your business is growing? Because yeah. that's kind of the question that we kind of ran into this year of like, because we weren't making as much money, we had to actually evaluate that and actually be like, oh, is what we've done in the past and what we're kind of continuing to do working? No, it's not. Okay, like we have to we have to figure out a way to grow this over the next hurdle. Um, and then also where is your time being spent and how is that bringing in money? I mean, just because like, like are are all the, I kind of said this earlier, but like, are all the products and services in your business working the maximum amount? Like, like just because you have a lot doesn't mean that that's all working for you. Would it be better to scale back and focus on one product that works really, really well? I'll give a really good example of this. I think if we're talking about like 2022 as a year, this was the first year we had the conference. Yeah. And that, I mean, before this year, I would have said that the the intimate workshops that we did for photography that started the heart was my favorite thing, which we've always loved in person over, over obviously online, like always, because we thrive in person, the energy's there, we're extroverts, all that. Um, but the heart, the heart conference, I, when I got done with that, I was like, this is my favorite thing I have ever done in my life. Like it was yeah. like, we were on a high and I, there is something about seeing people's lives changed in person and having like 
person after person after person after person come up to you and tell you that to your face. Um, I just was, and then I had a moment, I think I've shared this on the show where like freaking Donald Miller was on the stage and he was wearing a shirt that matched our brand color. And that's not even the point. I literally just was like having a meta moment while he was talking and he was standing in front of the logo that said the heart university. And it was like in the brand that we had created. Well, I mean with Sarah, our website, but like you get it. Like, like we had created that company and ultimately that logo by hiring a designer. And I just had like a meta moment where I was like, I've created something that is empowering people and they're learning how to make their lives better. And Donald Miller is speaking on my stage right now. I was (laughs) having a bit of anyways, anyways. So this was the first year that the heart conference happened. And I will say that was a huge hit. And I think the reason I could tell that is it was our first one. So it was obviously the first of anything that you do is going to be the hardest time to sell it because it's new. You don't have any reviews. You don't have any testimonials from it. Uh, But especially for in-person events, like in-person events are the hardest thing to sell because you have to get somebody on a plane. Like that's, that's requires so much effort on the client's part or the customer's part to get somebody out of their couch, (laughs) their couch, off their couch. Like it's on a plane. They have to, you know, like it's just, it's just an uphill hurdle. And so that first one, was hard to sell. We, I think we genuinely expected 300 tickets and I think we yeah. sold like 130 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot lower than we expected. However, it was way more of a win than I could have ever experienced. And so when we went into October to sell tickets to our next one, which is happening in 2023 in Dallas, I think by far, even with like the quote unquote recession or like even with people like we just felt, I think every business owner has felt this. And we talked a little bit about this in the Black Friday episode, but like, I think people are holding tighter to their money. Um, And I think every business owner and every company has felt that. But that was where I was like, oh, that is the right product given to the right person. Like we are like, because that conference, like the presale conference tickets sold like hotcakes. Yeah. And like we sold nothing else. We sold like 150, like over half of our... Uh, whole ticket offerings. We sold, well, here, and here. Like, we sold days. more. We sold way more pre-sale tickets this time than people who even came as a total to the Nashville conference. Yeah, and if that's not and like I can tell the difference when when people are actively like willing to leave reviews or like literally promoting your event for you because it changed their life so much. Like that's yeah. when you know like you've struck gold. More and and so that's kind of what I mean by like saying like oh, is there something that you're doing in your business that's like hitting a chord versus other products? So like, not that like, just because a product isn't selling doesn't mean it's like a bad product. Obviously it might be positioning, marketing, all the things, but that's kind of where we're evaluating. We're like, okay, as we're really honing in on what the heart is good at and what it's not good at, or what, what even just like, we're maybe not the best at, or what truly just frankly isn't worth our time. Yeah. What is it really? Um, and so that's kind of what I think a big learning lesson for 2022 has been. Yeah. Yeah. I think one other lesson, which we'll touch on just super briefly, because Lindsay and I are still learning this, (laughs) figuring this out. This is like active. I mean, all of this is still actively in the, in the learning process, but this one I feel like is especially still, we're still working on this. We're getting better, but we have figured out we are the bottleneck in our company. Like we, we literally, are, we literally guys, we literally just figured this out when we interviewed Shay Cochran, who was, Oh, well, we kind of knew it, but like, that was the moment where it was like, Hold Oh, on. Shiz. I, to, I just, 
I just need to check when this episode comes. Oh, wait, no, this is the... So Shay's episode aired like a couple of weeks ago from when you're hearing this. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a couple episodes up, I guess, uh, you yeah. would say. And I just... If you haven't listened to that episode, I'm just going to need you to go listen to it because it will change so your life. It will change your life. It changed ours quite literally. Like after, after that episode was over and we hit like stop on like recording... I was just like, Shay, I'm sorry. You like literally changed my life. <laughs> like it, which is, it's so good. And we've known, like, we've known the thing of like, Hey, outsource, delegate, like give to your team, give them stuff to do, which we've done. Absolutely. Like majorly, but we are still approving like almost every, like, yes, we have somebody running like social media and helping create like certain content and like repurposing stuff and whatnot, but Lindsay's still approving all that. We have mm-hmm. team members writing emails and like, you know, creating all this content and different things, but I'm but still approving Eddie, yeah. all of that. And there's just like so much. When you outsource and people are creating, but then it goes like, I mean, the bottleneck is literally the perfect word for it. And that's what Shay said on that episode of like, yeah. when you've outsourced, but then it all comes still back to you to approve yeah. and deny then you're, you've technically outsourced, but what you haven't done is truly given that employee ownership over it. Yeah. And, and so what she said, this literally life-changing, I'm telling y'all go listen to it. But, (laughs) um, she basically said like, when you outsource, yes, train up an employee, but at some point in time, you, you have to let go of the control and of the approval status because then it truly gives that employee ownership over saying, oh no, this is going to go out without their approval. And I now own that. Like if that fails, that's on me. And so it gives your employee more ownership, more buy-in. And then the way you track their progress is through a KPI, which is a key performance indicator. So like basically, I mean, say I'm going to use the example of social media because that's just easy. Say you hire a social media manager to... and, And I know that this is like not everybody does this. I know we've interviewed people in the past that are like, no, I still approve all social media because that's just what's important to me. So again, this is nuanced, but say you hire a social media manager and they create everything, but you're still approving every single thing. So it's like you've, yes, outsourced that you're not creating it, but it still is like, if you're busy, it starts piling up you're the bottleneck. And so what would happen if you just release that control and say, no, here's here's the rules or here's like the principles of what you need to adhere to. This is what we say. These are the brand colors. This is what we don't say. This is a character of our company. Adhere to that and then go create. And if it fails, that's on you. Like, And then you, the KPI that you could create for that employee or for that outsourced independent contractor is, hey, hit 5,000 new Instagram uh, followers a month or maybe you know, make it realistic, whatever. Um, but that's how then you monitor. It's like, hey, they might do it not exactly the same as you, but if as long as they're adhering to like brand standard, they have freedom in their role to do that yeah. as long as they're hitting their KPI. If that yeah, makes they sense. have the autonomy. That's, literally, I feel like we literally just learned that last week and it's life-changing. <laughs> it wasn't last week. It's been a, a few, a little bit okay. that we've been doing <laughs> on this one, but it's That's been so true. good. Like there's been little shifts since like we really talked to Shay and had like the heart to heart on the podcast that Lindsay and I were like just certain things that we will, you know, I'll, I'll be on a team meeting with my, our team or whatever. And they'll be like, okay, so do we want to decide what the discount code is for, you know, such and such sale or launch or whatever? And I'm like, you pick go, like, I don't sit here and talk to me like, which it's not their fault. It's because we set this it up this way. But our team was like coming to us for like, Hey, could you check? Like, does this, 
set, let me know which coupon code, like title mm-hmm. you want. Do you want it to be the heart 25 or <laughs> heart you 25? And I'm just like, we're You're just like, literally, to, I don't give a SHIT. But, we, but we're getting to the point where we're like, Lindsay and I are getting better and better. And there's still so much room to grow, but better and better at like, Hey, don't even send this to me for approval. It's on you. You got this. I believe in you. Do it. So there's still more that we have to do with that. But I think that's like another big lesson that we really figured out this year of like, hey, we're trying to build this business to be very like you know self-sustaining. <laughs> you know what's funny is after we got up, got done with the episode of Shay, I literally told Andrew like how my life had changed. And he literally was like, I've been telling you that all year. I know. Well, and what, what I found funny was, I think, didn't we ask Shay? This might've been after we stopped recording. We were talking to her and we were like, hey, is there any books on like this? And she literally told us the two books that we both are like the biggest fans of the world of. And we were like, well, apparently we need to reread these again with that in mind. Well, no, one of the books was Traction, which we've literally screamed from the rooftops. And I thought, I, I thought I've applied it. And she, she was just like, yeah, it's really hard to just, you know, you you, you know it, but you got to do it. And I was like, okay. She's yeah, like, have you done such and such about the book? And we were like, well, kind of. <laughs> so it was like one of those things where we're like, okay, still room to grow, still room to grow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, so overall takeaway, I would say is you're always learning as an entrepreneur, like learning and growing and, and you know, learning and growing again is never going <laughs> to stop. <laughs> um, and there's always more growth to be attained as a CEO. Like you're yeah. never going to know it all. You're never going to reach a peak where you're like, I am Elon Musk now. Maybe that's not the best example. <laughs> he's, a, he's in the news lately. <laughs> Let's not touch him. But like, you're never going to reach this like peak where it's just like, I am just the end all be all. I'm the ish. And yeah. like, no, you, we're always learning. We're always growing. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. That's the journey of entrepreneurship. And I feel like this was the first year that we did something very different and we got negative, not negative, but like we went back in revenue from what we had in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And we knew that, but it also like, it forced us to reevaluate like what's working, what's not like, how can we truly build this company in the way that we want to? Yeah. I think the other like takeaway that we would love for you to kind of tuck in your pocket is uh, at the, the end of the year is like a great time to look back and evaluate what you learned through the past 12 months. Like, what did you do right? What can be improved on? What is your vision for the next year? Are you happy with, you know, how your business is growing? Are you happy with the direction it's going in? Are you happy with your workload? Are you happy with your products, you know, your services, all of that? I think that's, it's like such a good time to take advantage of like a season where basically the whole world is kind of, starting fresh. And I Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't ever want to be the person that's like, there's a magical time on January 1st and there's no other time of year that you can ever like do this. However, there is something to like the season. I think it's like everyone slows down around the holidays and kind of becomes like a little slower and it gives us time to kind of reflect and pause and all of that. But there is, there is a beauty in the new year that we just kind of wanted to encourage you, like take advantage of right now, like sit down, reflect, learn from what you did really well this year and what you maybe didn't do as great and head into next year with like a a really solid grasp of what you really want to do in the next year and how you can learn and grow. Mm. Yep. That's the mic moment. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you. That's, that was, I hope that was fun. The bulk like, of our thoughts. Of, I feel like that was good. I, if you like this genuinely, I know we say this every time, but like uh, every time we need it, like if you love this episode, tell us in our Facebook group, it link is in the show notes. If you are not in there, DM us, share this yeah. episode, tag us in your stories and truly like 
Let us know if you reflect uh, as you're reflecting, like if you resonate with anything that we're saying, if you're like, oh, wow, that was wise. Or like, hey, I made that same mistake or I feel that too. I mean, we're all in this entrepreneurship journey together and we're all learning and growing. And so let us know if you like kind of like us evaluating our company. Obviously, like this is a year-end situation, but let us know if you like... I feel like we've doing been doing like more girl chats lately, but like girl chats that are like how do we think about like with the Black Friday thing and just yeah. like, I don't know, we're like, hmm, let's evaluate. Like, like how do still, we think There's about still that? like stuff to like, I think, pull from. It's just not yeah, like, no, absolutely. Here are three just... things you should do to evaluate your business. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you love this episode. Please let us know. And we will see you. Is this the last episode of 2022? Guys, is it? No, it's, there's one more. Okay. There's <laughs> one more after this and then we will see you uh, in 2023. All right. Love you, friends. (laughs) 